This is the Epic Brum Podcast. It's great to be back after a bit of a hiatus, and we're going to be shining a light on a new book featuring some brilliant Birmingham artists. Our guest for this episode is Emma Bennett, editor of the newly released Birmingham Art Book. Now Emma is a Birmingham-born artist who's put together this new book, which features works from dozens of artists from her home city. It's already received great feedback from some star names, so let's hear all about it from Emma herself. Emma, welcome to the podcast. It's, it's great to have you with us. How are you? I'm, yeah, I'm very well, thank you, and it's great to be on the podcast. Um, I've enjoyed listening to past episodes, so thank you very much for inviting me. It's great. Well, well that's really nice to, to hear. As I say, it's great to be talking to you, and we're going to be finding out a bit more about the Birmingham Art Book, which is a really exciting piece of work that's, that's just come out. But first of all, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? I mean, you're, you're a born and bred Brummy, but living and working in, in Cambridge now, so do you want to tell us a little bit about your story? Yeah, sure. So yes, I was born in Bourneville in Birmingham, smell of Cadbury's chocolate, which was great as a child. And yeah, I lived in Birmingham till I was 18 when I moved away to university like a lot of people do. And after a few years at university, I went to live in China and various things. And yeah, we've, we've lived in London for 10 years, but um, I've been in Cambridge for the last 17 years where I've been a commercial artist and various things. So, yeah, I have, still have strong connections with Birmingham. Um, but, yeah, we've lived in Cambridge now for, for quite a while now. Oh, China's a bit of an anomaly uh, in there. Yeah. There must be a bit of a story behind behind that, I take it. Yeah, I, I trained as a teacher and I wanted to do some uh, work with a voluntary organisation. So I went over there as a sort of um, teaching English in a quite a poor yeah, university there. And yeah, I had a great two years. Um, it was quite an experience. Seems a long time ago now. Um, but yeah, it's, it was a, a real adventure at the time, you know, when you're younger. <laughs> Brilliant. So in terms of your career as an artist then, as you said, you trained and worked as a, a teacher. Is the art thing something that you um, kind of dipped in and out of and then it became a point where you wanted it to be a kind of full-time career? Did it just kind of happen like that? Exactly that. So um, I think like a lot of people, I you sort of review things later on in life. So after years as a teacher, and then I, I worked in London as an exhibition designer. So um, I worked at the Science Museum in London and various other sort of cool places. And when we moved to Cambridge, I just thought, actually, what I've wanted to do for a long time is go back to my art. I'd always potted with it, but wanted to sort of commit to, to working on it full time. And yeah, it's sort of so 10 years now as a, as a commercial artist in Cambridge and I work with galleries. Um, I do the odd bit of teaching. So, yes, it's um, something that had always been part of my life. I did my A-levels at um, Cadbury College in Birmingham, did art and textiles. And so, yeah, so to be able to work on it full time has been a challenge. But, but yes, make a, a dream, really. Great. So mo- most artists will say they've got a, a style or a trademark or some kind of inspiration that they follow closely. So what would you say yours is? Is there something in particular or? Yeah, I guess you describe me as a as a paper or a collage artist. So collage is always something that I I've loved doing. Um, my ethos is just to use recycled papers rather than sort of new papers. So I can go through magazines and cut little bits of colour and then very do very intricate um, sort of landscapes. 
um, which I've been lucky enough to sell to America and Australia and, and New Zealand and things. Um, and actually that, that was from my childhood in Birmingham when doing A-level art and textiles, we didn't have the money for really expensive art materials. So I just find whatever's lying around the house, you know, magazines and letters and stamps and things. Um, and so it's always been a, a part of my ethos, but also my work just to try and use materials that are around me rather than, you know, new and expensive raw materials, really. So, yeah, I'd say I guess you call me a mixed media collage artist. That sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> so I'm sure when, when the neighbours are putting the, the recycling out on a, on a Monday, Tuesday night or whenever it is, you're uh, the out there saying, don't throw that away. I can use that pile yeah. of magazines there yeah. or those those boxes or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you get to the point you've got too many. And um and yeah, years and years ago, we used to have chickens. So I'd swap the chickens' eggs for magazines from local people when they'd finished with them. It was like some old bartering system. Yeah. Right. It's been brilliantly resourceful. Love to, to hear yeah. that. So, um, so the, the Birmingham Art Book, which is the, the, the reason we, we kind of got you on here to today, it's a really impressive and a, and a timely piece of work as well. Because, I mean, Birmingham's laid down a bit of a, a marker as a real hotspot for, for creatives right now, particularly the art, art scene. So do, do you want to just give us a little overview of, of the book? Yeah, sure. So the, the Birmingham Art Book, which um, for those who haven't seen is, is there, um, the, the Birmingham Art Book is the seventh in the City Art Book series. So I started in 2016 with the, the Cambridge Art Book. Um, and the idea behind all the books in the series, which are now, as I say, seven cities, was to show iconic cities through the eyes of a local artist that the cities inspire. So um, obviously, with like you say, with Birmingham, with its creative, you know, artistic um, community, I really just wanted to show the city in a sort of new and contemporary way, but through the eyes of the artists that the city inspires. So that might be artists working in, you know, um, paper or uh, paint or ske urban sketches or um, illustration. So through a real mix of media and styles, just show the city um, to, to locals and to tourists. And, you know, the, the book, throughout the books, we've worked with uh, professional artists we work with I work with quite a lot of students at the Birmingham University on the illustration course um, urban sketches um, retired professionals you know a real range of uh, artists working in different styles but also different ages and experiences I guess in their artistic careers. So what was the, the process for collating and then selecting the, the, the pieces Emma because it's a it's a big wide world out there isn't it the, the art world so did you just ask for submissions and then yeah. So early on when I was doing the first book, I realised that, um, you know, A, art is very <clears throat> subjective. We all like different things, but also it was almost too much responsibility as me as the editor just for me to choose the work because we all like different things. So for each of the books, we have a local panel we put together of art and city experts. And then we invite artists um, to submit images free for consideration. And I think for Birmingham, we had well over 500 images submitted for the book, um, which is which was fantastic. Um, and then um, once that submission process has ended, um, the panel sits down and we go through every single image, you know, and look at it subjectively in terms of quality, in terms of will it fit in geographically with the book until we sort of find, uh, you know, can choose a final selection uh, for inclusion. So. The, the images in the Birmingham book, I think they're such a high quality, but they also, I think, just really represent the, the you know, the, the, the 
vitality and the creativity of the city. So I think it's a really good selection of images. Fantastic. And you've just had a very successful launch too, I believe, out in the jewellery quarter. Yeah, we were very fortunate that the Royal um, Birmingham Society of Artists hosted, hosted us in their fantastic new renovated gallery space. And there was about 95, I think, artists and their family came. The Lord Mayor of Birmingham came, which was lovely. And yeah, it was a real opportunity just to celebrate, particularly after COVID, I think, um, the hard work of, of everybody involved in the book, the publishers, um, myself, the artists, and just to celebrate, I think, what is a really lovely book, which hopefully I think will, you know, really represents Birmingham in a, in a, a new and different way. And I think represents what the city is about, which is the diversity and the colour and the creativity. So, yeah, the launch was brilliant. I really enjoyed it. And I think particularly after COVID, just to get everybody together and uh, be in the same room was was fantastic. Yeah, it was great. Sounds great. It's lovely to to hear. And we're going to get on to some of the artists in a minute, but you only got to turn to the to to the back, and you'd see some of the fan, fantastic endorsements you've received as well yeah. from some real stellar names in the sort of yeah. Birmingham landscape. Do you want to tell us about some of those? Yeah. So for all of the city art books, we try and reach out to celebrities and get ask them to look at the images and see if it's something they will endorse. And we've had great. Um, results in that in the past from Stephen Fry, Joanna Lumley, Claudia Winkleman, so Paul McCartney wrote the introduction to to the Liverpool book. So so with Birmingham, my my the first person I thought of was Dame Julie Walters. I I grew up absolutely adoring Dame Julie. I even had the big perm that Julie had, um, you know, in the eighties. And so um, we reached out to Dame Julie Walters, and the first response was, "Well, she doesn't really do that sort of thing." But when I sent her the images um, and she had a look at them, she was so enthusiastic about endorsing the book and commenting. Um, you know about the city that she grew up in and that she loves and so that was great so we have Frank Skinner again another local local lad um, Ruby Turner, Jasper Carrot, Josie Lawrence, Toya Wilcox and Benjamin Zephaniah so you know these are all people with a passion for the city who were sent the images and took the time to to come up with a quote for the back cover and I think I think that's testament to the artists, the quality of the images in there that they you know that they wanted to do that. Um, so yeah, some really great people there. Yeah, very honest. And Joe Lysett's written the forward. Is that right? Yeah. So um, so when I sort of was looking at, we always have a we try and get somebody you know great to write the the forward to the book, and lots of people suggested Joe Lysett. He's obviously very local and passionate about the city. Um, but he's also um, a keen artist. He does his own. He does his own artwork. So yeah, that was that was that was great. But he again looked at the images and felt that he could do that. And he's written a very funny, uh, funny um, forward to the book um, in his own style. Very different to what we've had before, but very Joe Lycett. So um, again, we're very honoured that he he was able to do that for us. Well, he's a he's a national treasure now, let alone a, a Birmingham treasure. So. I'm a bit biased because I'm actually a huge Frank Skinner fan, oh, yeah. uh, but I yeah. thought his quote was absolutely fantastic. He says, um, describes the book as being like giving a pair of magic spectacles through which you can see Birmingham's unusual, oft-hidden, oft-unappreciated beauty more clearly and more exhilarating than you ever did before. 
that's just a, that's what a quote that is fantastic it's not a quote and i think i think that is the you know the point of the books is to sh- we all we all know the cities that we that, that you know know these cities but when you when you see how an artist has interpreted them and it's not just it's not just the familiar sites and locations it is the quirky um it is the urban sketchers who've sat there and physically sketched what they see in front of them um you know for the for me, one of the images in the book is that what I always call the McDonald's ramp, you know, um, is it Stevenson's ramp? And the artist has just captured it in such a way that you would probably never see that scene now. But it, it's for me, it's just Birmingham. It represents what's there. So I think that quote does, you know, sum up that it, it is those quirky hidden places that we don't all necessarily go to. And it's uh, the launch my, my great aunt came to and she's 19. She's lived in Birmingham all her life. And actually, as we drove into Birmingham, we were in the jewellery quarter. She said, oh, you know, I haven't seen these places for so for so long. And seeing them in the book and how artists have shown them, I think it just gives that sort of really fresh perspective and hopefully will encourage people just to walk around and, and have a look at the city that they live in or that they're visiting. It's a fabulous city. Yeah, I think that will make a lot of people smile, actually, because there's been various polls over the years about kind of, iconic Birmingham landmarks and you get old 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 Joe the university clock and things like that and uh, McDonald's ramp always comes out in the sort of top three top five it is it, as yeah, you say just for yeah. one of those quirky kind of Birmingham institutions oh, cool. yeah well it is isn't it yeah yeah absolutely hi everyone Dan from the Epic Brum team here just wanted to take a quick break to tell you that we've now got an Etsy store with three epic comic book posters available We've got three brilliant illustrations, Snobs, King Kong, and 0121 Do One, all paying homage to our city. So if you'd like to get your hands on them, search for us on Etsy, or click the link in our social media bios. Thanks for listening. Now back to the podcast. Well, we've talked about some of the stars that have endorsed the book, but I guess the real stars are the artists themselves, aren't they? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and uh, and I and I, you kind of touched on it a bit, but I, I said earlier that the, the release was was quite timely because of this successful period for Birmingham's creative sector, and we've had the design festival and lots of independent exhibitions and galleries popping up now. And there's there's like a a real pride now where people want to own pieces of art and pieces of merchandise and even clothes that have got based on Birmingham designs. And and is and is is that something you've kind of really tried to to harness with with this? Yeah, I think so. As I say, the books are uh, as much about the the very familiar. There'd be no point having a book about a city um, without the familiar landmarks and, and iconic things. But for me, it's as well. It's about the some of the lesser known places as well. I mean, I I've lived, I've you know been associated with Birmingham for almost fifty years now, and I've been to the jewellery quarter. I bought my wedding ring there a long time ago. But you know, I'd never, I didn't know the cemetery exists. And it was when an artist submitted some fabulous images of a, sort of a walk through the Keyhill Cemetery in um, the Jewellery Quarter that I thought, well, you know, I'll go and see that place for myself. Um, so I think it is. It's about the iconic, but also about the it is about the sort of those those hidden places. And um, I think a lot of people coming to the city, you know, they 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 will see those very familiar landmarks like the, the ball ring and things. But, you know, there's a lot more to the city and there are those hidden gems which they might not know about. So we always put a map in the book as well, just to sort of encourage people just to walk around and and see the less familiar sites as well, I think. Yeah, that's a really shrewd idea. I know it's difficult as, as editor 
Are there any contributors in particular that you'd like to highlight? <laughs> I couldn't say any contributor, but I think there's there's some really. Um, I think what's great about it is that you see it through people of different ages eyes. So as I said, I worked with some students at the Birmingham University on the illustration course. So obviously they bring a very perhaps quirky young perspective to some of the images. There's a great one of Digbeth, which is, you know, it's it's really funky and quirky. Um, and there's um, some of the more traditional sort of painters who see it through their eyes, sort of uh, around Canal Basin and things. Um, there's a fantastic image that I love of um, a family in the in the Chinese quarter, just sitting around a table having a Chinese meal. And it's just it's just fantastic. It just sums up, you know, that sort of environment. Um, but no, I think I think what's great is that um, the variety in the book is is it's a huge variety of images and style. Um, you know, so I think you'd you'd be hard pressed to not look through it and love a good portion of it and, and obviously recognise the places. And um, so I, I'm, you know, very fond of all the artists. And it was lovely at the, at, the, at the launch to actually put faces to the images, because, of course, I know their images so well from putting the book together. So it was great to actually meet them and go, oh, yeah, you're, you know, you're that image and you're that image. And um, there's some talented artists in Birmingham. There really is, uh, you know, it's a talented city for sure. Yeah, those who've listened to the podcast before all know we're we're big fans of uh, Bromhouse Alex uh, yes, Edwards, and yeah. he's he's submitted so he he had he's got some work included, hasn't he? He's, yeah, he's got quite a few in there. Yeah, he's very like you say, he's very sort of he's got a very unique style and um, very recognisable. And and actually, I I didn't know Alex's work before I started researching the book, um, and it was my dad who's almost well, it was eighty who said, oh, I found, I found this artist for you. His style is fantastic. I love his work and everything. And that's how I came about him. So I think what's great about his work is it does just appeal to, to all ages. It's, you know, it's very, it's a very iconic style. And yeah, he's, so yeah, it's great that we've got Alex's work in the book. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, for someone who doesn't know a huge amount like about art, like myself, you, you know, it's him straight away because that sort of quirky yeah. geometric um, yeah, landscape exactly. sort of design yeah. it's it's oh, I think it's fantastic yeah it is yeah so yeah going back to your your role as the editor again you, you've you've touched on this but it's worth noting that this is part of a, a series a sort of not I say a national series this is the seventh uh, yeah. city so do you want to tell us what what are the other ones you started with Cambridge obviously as a nat- naturally yeah as your, I mean so I started with Cam- I started with Cambridge and the idea was just to show the city that I live in through the local artist's eyes to sort of to help artists, it's quite can be a challenge to get your work seen by a bigger audience. And yeah, just to show my city sort of through a you know different art, different perspective. Um, and it was going to be a one-off. It was quite a challenge to even get it to to publish. And um, but this, the series sort of grew. So we did came we now have the Cambridge book, the Oxford, Edinburgh, Dublin, Liverpool. Um, Bristol and Bath was just published a few weeks ago after a delay with COVID um, and now Birmingham. So I think it's a really lovely selection of, of cities um, and, the, and the books are available sort of online from tourist attractions and worldwide. I, I had an email recently from a lady who lived in an, an elderly lady who lives in Melbourne in Australia and she picked up one of the books in her local bookshop. Um, and it was rem- reminiscing about her time living in uh, living in Oxford, I think it was. So yeah, it's um, it's sort of a great series of books which I think represent these cities in a, in a in a new way, really. I think. 
Wow, that's great. So, um, do, do, have you started thinking about the next one and where that might be uh, based on? Or Yeah, um, so the next book is going to be Manchester. Um, and I've already started working with, I'm already working with about 70 artists in Manchester. And the panel for the Manchester book will get together um, get together in September to, to work on that. So that'll be a new, new challenge. But I think one of the artists at the Birmingham book launch said, uh, we were talking about the Birmingham book, art book, and she said, you can sort of, you can see that your heart and soul has gone into this book. And I think, um, I've, of course, I've loved working on all of them and they're all very precious to me. I, I spent two years working on them. Um, but I think the Birmingham art book, you know, being a Brummy and having that connection to the city, um, I think you can sort of see my heart in the book, hopefully, um, and sort of just appreciate all the, you know, the art in it. So, yeah, so, so it's, but it's a great series and I'm very lucky to work on them. I feel very honoured. Fantastic. Yeah, well, well, we'll put all the links in the episode notes and, and everything. Um, so, but where, where can people go to get hold of the book to find out more about it and also about your work in general? Yeah, well, my, 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 um, I'm Emma Bennett. Um, I have a website called emmabennettcollage.co.uk and um, all of the City Art books can be found on the City Art books, um, City Through the Art, City Through the Eyes of the Artists.co.uk. We've got a new website. We used to have one for each book and now we're condensing them. So maybe I can, you can put that on your, on the, the web page as well. Um, and yeah, the book, Birmingham book after a delay with, paper and printing and all sorts of things um it should be in all bookshops in birmingham within the next two weeks so yeah it should be you know in all major bookshops online wherever you get your normal books really so look out for the birmingham art book and it's got a very distinct purple cover which i guess i was inspired by cadbury's when i designed the cover i can't remember but um but yeah so it's, it's quite distinctive uh, cover i think so yep and the flu yeah. the floozies on the front cover as well the yeah, I you know I love designing the cover for this. It just it was just it was a dream to work on, but um, it had to be the floozy, didn't it? It had to be the floozy, and it's just such an iconic scene. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's just such a lovely building. Yeah, yeah and she's just got her water back as well over the yes, past few I months. Yes, I hear it's so. all been cleaned, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, I think it took about half a day for someone to go and put fairy liquid in it, but uh, oh, no. that's uh, <laughs> classic Birmingham behaviour, unfortunately. Classic Birmingham, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, Emma, it's been really great to, to hear about the book oh, and, you, you. and yourself and you, your, your work and like, wish you all, all the best with it as it kind of rolls out into the, the stores over the coming yeah, weeks. We, we will share all the links, but if the launch is anything to, to go by, it's going to be a, a real success. And uh, all I'm left to ask now, it's the, the question that we finish off by by asking all our guests, because we're the Epic Brom podcast, what makes Birmingham epic? Oh, that's a big question. Um, well... Where do you start? I think for me, what makes Birmingham epic is the people. I think, you know, it's a very diverse, creative city. Um, I don't, I, there's not many cities I think you can compare Birmingham to in, te- in terms of the friendliness of the people. You know, that that is always the thing for me. People will always stop and have a chat. Um, you know, everyone's very kind and friendly. So for me, I think Birmingham is the people. Um, for me, I, I'm a big fan of architecture and I think, Birmingham has been very clever in how it's evolved its architecture to incorporate the, the, the old with the new. I think it's very, you know, we all know Selfridges and Grand Central and things and the library. Um, but for me, Birmingham is a city that's not, not afraid to be bold and daring in its architecture. And I think there's a lot of cities that aren't like that. So I think that sort of 
creativity shows through in the landscape and the buildings. Um, obviously, it's got the canal networks, which which are fabulous. It's got the jewelry quarter. Um, I think the, you know botanical gardens, Edgebaston. So. I don't know, for me, Birmingham is the full package. I think it's not just about the city and the buildings and the locations. It's about the friendliness and the people that live in it. And you don't get that everywhere. So for me, it's, yeah, it's a full package, really, I'd say about Birmingham. Full package, indeed. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a wonderful way to, to round off, Emma. So thank you very much again for, for joining us. Thank you. It's been, it's been great. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Epic Brum podcast. You can hear more episodes on all the major listening apps and don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and TikTok at Epic Brum HQ.